Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. What is that? Oh, uh, that's my doodles. Whoa. Holy shit. Doodle, doodles of a crazy Dude. man. Oh my god, are you a Unabomber? Yeah, I think that is pretty impressive. So this is a sticker of some kind originally. It's a Bilstein yeah. sticker. Oh. Spelson sticker. Um, Lane has been unibombing the hell out of it. Yeah. Just circles and that's pretty cool though. I like it's it. Over yeah. and over and over again. Are yeah. there any patterns in there it's that like, you see? All work and no play make Jack's a jack a dull boy. Was <laughs> <laughs> um, there a pattern? You there? don't want to see the patterns. They'll scare you. <laughs> is that alien? You're talking about alien? <laughs> um, Tubes and triangles. Tubes and triangles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Motto of my life. That's, that's Lane's new clothing line. <laughs> Young and reckless, tubes and triangles, whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Brian. And Art is still on assignment. Damn. <laughs> this is like the longest uh, vacation ever. Longest assignment ever. Uh, I think he is he literally back it, now. He literally is like on assignment, though. You know, he's going out doing articles for us. And stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's totally. doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He wrote an article, I believe, on his uh, Falkland Islands expedition in a uh, Land Rover Defender 110. Mm-hmm. Sounded pretty fun. He seems to be in love. And he, he left a cliffhanger like he was going to buy one or something. Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's all art talk. It I is. I didn't see He likes that. to play with our emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we don't have emotions. He for plays with his own emotions <laughs> yeah. way too much. Yeah. Um, okay, so Art is on his way back, um, but he's not here tonight. And uh, that means he'll be back next week. I'm sure he'll be very eager to get on the podcast. But until then, it's a Thursday edition. True that. Yep. And we're gonna answer some questions. Um, True. First, Lane, do you have anything you want to tell Brian and I? I've been cheating on you guys, dude. No kidding. Tell tell the audience what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> I've been slutting around. Jesus. You sure have. <laughs> um, is it is it wrong to feel a little? Yeah, a little offended. Yeah. yeah. Really? First of all, <laughs> they don't. They, we never stop helping these people. We've helped them enough, Lane. That helps us, dude. Does it really, though? Well, yeah. yeah us going on another show helps us more than having no, someone on our show. It's a great little network. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm it's true, sure. though, because we never go on anyone's shows. Yeah. So we never get their audience. They just get ours because they come on our show. I know, but I think they're stealing ours is what I'm saying. Well, I... Those suckers down at Motor Affair. That's fine. I think that's great. I think, you know, we spread the audience around. Awesome. Oh, those Motor Affair guys are leeching. You know what, God, though? I know, right? Yeah. I already know Lane's freaking project updates. Oh. I don't really have I know them ahead of time. Well, no, you don't have them because you already spilled the beans on Motor Affair. Oh, oh God. Dang. I mean, I, you know. I only got through the first five minutes. It was all beer talk, and I had to turn that <laughs> crap off. Seriously. It's a pretty good podcast, Who cares actually. what you're was... drinking? Yeah. You hear me? Well, if you would have kept listening, I, it was they would have talked for... Because but then it turned into real I know, reality. I know. And if you kept listening, they would have talked for 10 more minutes about it. Oh, man. No, we wasn't. I, I made it through. Not you? really. No, it wasn't 15 minutes. No, no. I, listened, I did make I it listened. through, though. I listened for a while, and then I, I ran out of time. Ran, a, out, of, ran out of energy. A part <laughs> yeah. of me is proud. 
Proud to see our little baby bird out there. <laughs> He's all grows up and he grows up. His wings. Um, so how was it? What'd you do? Uh, it was fine. I called in to Clutch Kick. Okay. On Sunday night. And how many, how many people are on Clutch Kick? Cause the have, one I listened to Well, they have, an, they have five listeners. So I think one of those oh. might not listen to us. <laughs> Crossfire. <laughs> we might have got him. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh there is Rick. Brad? No. Tristan? Oh, Rick, the one, Tristan. The one I listened to, Brad, was on, but he's not a regular? No, he wasn't no. on. Hmm. He was not on it. Okay. <laughs> you were smoking crack. No, no, he was. With me? No, not with you. I'm oh, saying the one okay. I listened to. Oh, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Clutch Kick. Yeah. Warren's like, listened to like three podcasts. I don't have a commute. Yeah, so it's so, like, yeah. what am I like at home going, a, hey, honey, quiet. It's Clutch Kick on the home Brad stereo. is a uh, semi-regular guest on Clutch Kick. I gotcha. So, so it's, um, yeah, it's Brad, Tristan, Mikey, and Chris. So there's four of them. Okay. So Brad is like Clutch Kick's art. I'm sorry. Did I say Brad? It's Rick. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. Yeah. But no, because he's not even on it. He's, he's only been on, on it like three times. He's like early art. And then Motor Affair is just Jason and uh, Patrick. And Cam and Tev is still going on. Yeah, and that's Cam, Jason, and so Jason's know, on two podcasts guy. every week. Yeah, he does two podcasts a week. Uh, two different podcasts. Yes. How can you do that? You're gonna run out of shit. I mean, you give one. Do you just talk about the same thing? I think it's a lot of repeat or something. Jason, Jason, stop boring yourself out. Just, just stop it. Seriously. Um, Maybe it's one of those things that just like compounds. Like the more he talks, the more he has to talk about. He's talking to all these different people. So did you learn anything? Are we doing something wrong? No, I didn't learn any. Oh, yeah, actually, (laughs) we are doing something wrong. We need Art to record his own audio. Oh, that's a good point. All he needs is one of these task cams. Cause that's, yeah, exactly. That's the way I did it. That's why I had the mic set up. Yeah. So I was talking to them on the phone. Um, just, they can hear sitting, you. Just sitting down and they could hear me and I, I had speakers, you well, know, headphones on so I could listen. Yeah. And then yeah. I was speaking through the mic and it, and then I recorded it, sent them the file and it, we talked about this great. in the past, really good, yeah. but you were saying that it was like such an extra step. It's like, ah, it's not a huge, it's extra not step. for editing. as long as you have something to sync to. As long and, as I get. The file. Yeah. Like, that's the hard part. Like, on a night like tonight. Because you have to post it tomorrow. I mean, inside baseball for the listeners. But, yeah, I'm posting tomorrow morning, like, yeah. first thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need it. I need the file right away. And if Artsky, like, fucks up, then the whole show's fucked up. Oh, that's true. So what if he recorded it from the Falkland Islands, and then he's like, his cruise ship Wi-Fi is not so yeah. good, so he can't send it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't, in that case, we'd, we'd, we wouldn't I think do that. calling in just the way we yeah. traditionally do it is the best, but, yeah. Well, that's that's a good little thing to learn. But I think yeah. Warren, you meant something about cars. Or right. no, I didn't. I didn't learn anything. I about was cars, no. um, I was talking about just like you know, listener interaction, pace of the show, trivia. How's their trivia? They don't even have trivia. What? Exactly. No trivia. It's like a car without a spare tire. Exactly. You just gotta <laughs> fix a flat. Exactly. Risky. Right. Risky. <laughs> um, Eric Horton just texted me. Says, uh, are we just reading live text on the air? Is that, <laughs> well, he says, "Hey, next? Warren, listen to Lane on Motor Affair tonight." He just texted me this. Mm. He mentioned a 996 that was going to be on Coastal Range Rally, but had the motor grenade. Yep, it's the one, Eric. Yeah, it is the one, Eric. It is oh, the one. the one that he test drove. Yep, that's right. Yep. So he scored. Well, there's more to stories sometimes. Oh. 
Doesn't your carpenter doesn't always blame his tools. Maybe. Mm. Okay. Maybe we'll hear about it later. All right. Carpenter was drunk. <laughs> oh, should we? Are we just reading texts? I got a text no. from Pat Murphy. Oh, I got a text from. Um, no, we're not. Phil Croc. Oh yeah. GT four. Yeah. What did Phil say? Oh, yeah. oh well, Phil is. He text. He DM so who's, me. Who's Phil? He was on our rally in the GT four. And he texts me, or he DM'd me and said, I'm in San Luis Obispo, thinking about waking up early a.m., backtracking to Paso, and doing the whole day two rally. <laughs> and I, I said, do it. do it. He said, am I crazy or whatever? And then I said, do it. And he said, I've decided to do it. No cell reception. No people in sight. What could go wrong? So today <laughs> in my up. office, I'm eating lunch. Marty walks in with a road map uh-huh. and says, well, I got a clean car. I need to get it dirty. I'm going to do the whole rally, but I want to do the original route that you guys couldn't do with the oh, snow. Oh, where, where should I go? That's cool. No I'm like, here you go. Dude, here it is. like, a, awesome. We're doing cancer. it. Me and Sue are going. And they're going to Parkfield for like some women's rodeo thing that Sue wants to see. Oh, right. The whole weekend, three-day weekend. <laughs> Coastal Range Rally solo. Dude. That's amazing. He's going to see Croc GT4 out there. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I mean, he's going tomorrow, you said? <clears throat> yeah. He might miss it. Oh, yeah, other, he'll but, miss him. Yeah. But anyways, the the vibe is out there. Dude, that's rad. That's so, so cool. People rally. were hitting us up also about the route just because they wanted yeah. to try it. Like, I mean, I, I hope, I'm, make not, it, but... I hope I'm not like being too coy with the route for people no, who weren't I, there. But yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's something you yeah, pass I gave around. them some, some landmarks to... Yeah. If they're driving yeah. on those roads, they're going to find out. I think it's stuff. the right thing to do, Warren. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we asked questions. We asked four questions on Instagram, and you guys provided. So here's a few. Need More Cars asks, what are the top three attributes that you would like to see in a Coastal Range Rally car? Number one, (laughs) sense of occasion. Number two, fun to drive. Number three, it's kind of a question mark. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's a big question. All right. Yeah, well. Not reliability. I wouldn't say really. I mean, dude. Sense of occasion. I, Wait, I feel so like what, we what need to clarify that one? term. Fun to drive? Yeah. I think sense of occasion is hard to clarify because I think it's just all encompassing. And, and really, but, like, I feel like that should be reserved for classy cars. Like something where it's like, like, waftability is almost synonymous with it. Sense of occasion? No. I think so. No. no. Does your 325 E30 have sense of occasion? Have, okay. have good sense of occasion. I don't think not it's, as, no, it's, it's no, it's lower on the it's sense of occasion exactly. scale. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I have that, that little bar graph is low, yeah. like yeah. a six or a five. And then, you know, fun to drive is like a seven. And then yeah. the third option would yeah. be maybe comfort or I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Reliability because, is pretty important. You want to make it on the uh, trip. Uh, and yeah. Reliability. Sense of occasion a, almost has to do with quote unquote, uh, it, it kind of has to do with, Personality. Someone's gonna say steez. I was gonna say yeah, personality. That's the same thing, right? Like, yeah, it's like, kind of like steezy. Yeah, almost. But it's in a way, it's almost like uh, compromises. Yes, because otherwise, it's not. There's no sense of occasion. Yeah, if you have no compromises and you can jump in it without thinking and have one hand on the wheel and everything's fine, you don't have to worry about it. Then, because sense of occasion to me is like. It is, it's like a, it's a sense of occasion to drive that thing to the store 
eight yeah. blocks away from your house because yeah. it you're you fire it up, you smell the gasoline, you hear Tactile. the engine, you hear that you you pull the choke, you know you you do all this stuff, yeah. and it's everything about going there like has you're thinking that sense about of, the car yeah. when you're driving. You're not yeah. you're not thinking about other shit. Yeah. I, I, I would submit a few other ones. I would say... You're on the podcast, so you get to. <laughs> They're actually asking... I, I would if of... I was on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm on the podcast. Well, sorry, oh, Brian. You got to go now. Uh, do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think a fun motor. Okay. Like high Which revving? You, yeah. Or a, lots, a, or a lot of torque? A lot's involved with that. But, yeah. I mean, I'm going to just classify a fun motor. Fun motor. Yeah, like high revving, high compression... Good sound. Yep. Those are sorts of things that I like. Um, yep. Oversized tires. No. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. me. Okay, go on. <laughs> Meteor tires I, is something I like. And manual transmission is kind of a given. That's a throwaway. So I just yeah, have yeah. two that I'm adding. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm trying to think to myself how I can uh, encapsulate the idea of like a more raw experience where in my Fiesta. My Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go on. I was a little more insulated, you know. For sure. On a newer car, you have just more between you and the outside. I don't really know how to say that. Like low, in, like low sun, low. Not insulation. very much sensification. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, these are just some of the things. So I hope that helps. I don't know. That might have been more confusing than than not, but something like that. Uh, Tweedleboy. Tweedle Boy Fabworks says, just put Bilstein's and H&R race springs in my Miata. It's not a common setup on the MX-5, but I had the same combo on my Mark II GTI, and it was a winner. Is this cross-platform train of thought something you've done before? Do you have brand loyalty that transcends the conventional modifications of the make and model of your car? I, I kind of, I buy into the, I, I think I go down that doing the same thing to all the cars like, yeah for a while i was like a coney and h&r guy maybe mm-hmm. uh or bilstein's I, I i guess i didn't have crazy brand loyalty but it's yeah. either coney or bilstein's like i was never a tokiko sure. uh, user monroe or monroe or kyb you yeah. know or something and uh i like those modifications are kind of a nice modification for that 80s 70s 80s car i think i feel like when i was looking at that stuff it would be i I would be doing the web searches like you know what shocks work best for that car and i i think i probably wouldn't be as brown loyal it'd be like whatever is best tuned for that car Mm -hmm. like i mean if we're talking between like coney and bilstein sure and then spring wise uh, yeah i feel like i don't know i feel like it's tough to get it really nail it and different companies will focus on different cars so i would i i don't think i'd be loyal for for that sort of thing but h and r's and bilstein's is hard it's hard to lose with that i mean you could basically take that anywhere yeah Yeah. that's essentially the bilstein kit for my car my e30 was that they didn't market them as h and r's they were just red springs but Mm. um yeah it was a very good combination and i would definitely recommend that so when so when i was buying parts for the 190e which i bought the whole suspension kit basically the bilsteins and the that's right the springs i think they were h&r's i was pretty excited about installing that before i <coughs> i put bill bill on trigger. my 944 and uh i didn't put bill i didn't put h&r's on the front because h&r didn't make springs for it yep. but i put you know i put whatever it, whatever was out there basically yeah 
There you go. So good combo. But I think that's a really good brand loyal. What did, he was asking, is that a good combo for which car? Well, he was just saying oh, for that, an MX-5. Um, he said it's not a common yeah. uh, setup, but he just liked it on his GTI, so he kept it, you know, going. I would, I would think it would be really good on that car, but JDM, bro. We don't have the auto experience. And... Art's not here, so I know. he can tell you about the Kenoshi, Kanishiwa shocks or something. Angry Bird GTI Kiyosho. asks, looking into the Firestone tires Lane bought for the 944, would the tires be a decent choice to run during the summer on a 17-inch fitment for my Mark 7 GTI? Would love to run Pilot Super Sports, but they are pricey. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Nice. I think it'd be a good, yeah, it'd be good. I almost bought him for the GTI as an all-around setup. I think he's in a colder climate than us, so uh, I think he's just like back east somewhere. But yeah, I think it'd be a good tire for that. It's a and it's a good, uh, a good price as well. So okay, I think it's okay. a good call. And I want to ask him a question. Well, this is a first. can you run seventeens on a performance pack with the big brakes? Okay. Does he have a performance pack? That's what I'm... I don't know. He's got... Him and his wife have matching Mark 7 GTIs. Whoa. Basking Shark Media says, I will be selling a car on Craigslist soon, and as someone without much experience, do you have any tips? It's a first-gen Scion TC, single owner with a clean title, California car, no rust, bone stock, rare car... And I know what I have. No <laughs> low ballers, LOL. Did you really laugh out loud there, though? It looks like you just wrote LOL. We just laughed out loud. I yeah, didn't. we did. We did. I didn't even LQTMS. Oh, jeez. You were just busy reading, but... Yeah. You, don't. you were reading I, quietly been... to yourself. <laughs> I know I was reading out loud. <laughs> as you noticed. Um, okay, he's so... messing with us, right? Well, the end he was, but yeah. he's no. he, the first he's asking a real question. Uh, okay. Rare car, and I know what I have. I don't think he's messing with this. I mean, oh, that's not a rare car, I, and he doesn't know what he... A know. Bonestock TC, I bet you is kind of rare. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay, he's kidding at the end. Okay. And the no beginning, he's asking a question. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Does, know, do tips? you have any tips? Really Warren, Warren has tips, right? I mean, for sure. Trash on the floor, fingers <laughs> over the license plate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. Or a no. towel. You could wrap a towel around. And like three floor. blurry photos. Three pictures of the same side of the car. <laughs> yeah. Slightly different angles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crouch down low, get the mid shot. <laughs> yes. Then move so up two inches. Picture, pictures are everything. Um, very detailed ad that doesn't go on and on about everything. Every fucking time you change a spark plug or every fuel tank, you know, you've filled up. Just give us the bullet points. Make it clear. Um, what else? Right off, the bat, right, right off the bat, you got to say stuff like manual transmission, whatever it is. Like, give us the really solid shit up front. I don't want to have to go through the ad and see that it has AC down in paragraph four. Like, just... Tell us. You want him to tell you if it has AC. See, I yes. thought my ad was pretty good and to the point for the Acura, but it is not proven. Do you want help? So, I don't think it's, it's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, I start out, it's like ice cold AC, great condition. <laughs> you know, I like say all the like I gotta the stuff you want, all the it. bullet points. I'll t- I'll I think, you. but I have had people like, why did you have to redo the head? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who, who cares? Well, it has pump, a new head. failed. Huh? Yeah, I say. know, but it's like, it's a it's weird. Damaged goods. 
I don't know. I feel like it's <laughs> oh, Brian, come on. <laughs> it's a I guess it's not a real enthusiast car. So a lot of people are just not very knowledgeable and they're asking like weird questions. Yeah, they know. Everyone asks me how long I've had it and in the ad I say I've owned it for one year, but they don't even respond to those people. It's, it's hard. those are the people that are, you know, that's delete. That's his whole audience. Nope. I'd be done. So um, if you want to send a copy of your ad to us at team at drivingawesome.com, Passing Truck Media, please feel free to do so. And send a check for 50 bucks, and we'll put it on our Instagram. That's true, too. That's true, too. <laughs> Porsche Javier says, what's your, what's your opinion on elephant seals? Are they the PT Cruiser of the seal world? <laughs> no way. They're the monster trucks of the seal world. Oh. I was going to say they're the SLR McLarens because of that big nose. <laughs> um, elephant seals are badass. Uh, I just threw my head back in laughter and hit my head on the wall. Um, that was they are joke. pretty badass. Yeah, they are. They're awesome. They're vicious. They're huge monsters, and I think they're one of the deepest diving mammals on oh, the wow. in the world. Stats. And I saw a skull of a male elephant seal at Anya Nuevo. Yeah. So up the coast from Santa Cruz, where we live, there's a breeding ground for elephant seals. So that's I probably why Porsche hobbyists. Yeah. Okay. So he said they weigh as much as as his G wagon. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That's true. Elephant seal skull sitting on a table, a male elephant seal skull, huge, gnarly teeth, crazy. Right next to it, a mature grizzly bear skull. They look almost identical. Wow. What? Badasses of the world? Badasses. Badasses of the world. So there's your answer. Dude, so that's so the I name of the exhibit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but the raddest seal is, the, is the leopard seal. We all know that. Mm, I, I didn't I know that. I know what a leopard seal is, okay, man. Look it up. Um, are you should... claiming that the uh, elephant seal is like a uh, S-Class WRC rally car? What? what? Big bruiser, heavy as shit, flying down the freaking back roads with the wheels cocked sideways. <laughs> wow. Next Scars time... on the front, you know, like they get scars on the nose. They Next time do. we have uh, Alex from Sharkworks on, we should bring up elephant, like seals, and mm. battle his well, just shark be like, talk. Great white sharks win every time. I guess. Um, should the we best start place dive is elephant low. seal motorsports? The best <laughs> place to see an elephant seal is at San Simeon, just uh, on the coast from Hearst Castle. It's oh, yeah? free. There's a parking lot. You can just walk over, check them out. You can get right up close. Really close. Or you can jump on <laughs> No, you don't want to get close. I mean, you're, you're up on a little cliff. I was just kidding. It, you, does it, what, Anya's not good enough? Well, Anya's great, but you have to have reservations. Oh, I didn't it's know that. It's a guided tour, oh. et cetera, et cetera. I guess yeah. I haven't been there in like 20 years. Get with 25 years. years. Self-serve elephant seals are the best. A underscore Haubs. I will be replacing my girlfriend's daily soon. She currently drives a 2007 Corolla. Is this a DWA question? Does he have the wrong account? Maybe. Let's see. Uh, my parents will be selling their 2008 C300 soon, so that is one option. Is that a W204? Sure. First year? Yeah. I don't know. Or is I was, that a W203? I was also considering an IS300. He's really into 300s, anything 300. <laughs> my parents would sell the C300 to me for trade in value. I like the IS300 because the Toyota reliability has been proven with the Corolla. C300 has had all scheduled maintenance done, but has 100,000 miles on the clock. I'm also open to other choices. Um, C300, let's see. Is, so, is 2008 a W204 or W203? Those are pretty good cars. Um, I would go for that for trade-in value. I think trade-in is probably like 500 bucks. Hand-me-downs are awesome. Yeah, and you know what it's been... You know the 
records on it instead yeah. of going out to find an IS300 that's probably been fucked with. But they're they're equally. I think they have equal uh, service needs. So as long as you're up really? on, on the C300, yeah, yeah. I mean, and an IS300 is yeah. very common. It's a co- common car to to modify and fuck up. Yeah, it's hard to find a good one of those. So it's really hard to find one that that doesn't have a cold air intake and isn't hella fast, yo. Doesn't I think have you'd a front find lip one, on there. but um, it's you know kind of uh, apples and apples. So yeah. go with the one you know. It's a nice car. And, and you'll get it cheaper. Yeah. Is he talking automatic? Yeah. Yeah. The IS300 is not a bad idea, but it's just this little wild card of the hand-me-down. Go with that. Yeah, I agree. Dizzy8085. Do you guys shuffle steer or straight nine and three when driving in the twisties? Mm, I, when I'm, if I'm, like, really going at it and trying to be fast, I'll I'll try and just go at it. Straight up, but you still always have to. You always combine. have to shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do exactly. both for sure. Both. Yeah, like I was just in the situation, and I was like trying to keep nine and you, three. It's almost, and then impossible. it's only when I have to as I shuffle yep. steer. But you get into tight stuff, and you have to. Shuffle. You have and to when shuffle, you're just yeah. when when I'm just driving Unless to work or something, I'm I'm not. I'm you're just one finger in it. I'm one finger down on my crotch, just what? like okay, yeah. yeah. And Lane just acted that out, so I'm sorry for the <laughs> listeners. Uh, you didn't get to see that. One fingering it down by the crotch. <laughs> Dr. N. Curcio. I'm guessing that's how you say his name. Uh, so there's a 996 GT3. Did you say we have a doctor listening to us? It Uh-oh. could be Dern Curcio. Uh, okay. So there's a 996 GT3 that has been haunting my online Porsche browsing. It has 82,000 miles and fairly priced. Is it a ticking time bomb nope. with those miles? Nope. Or a chance at a sweet deal. Sounds great. You should go buy it. I think yeah. you should tell us where it is. Yep. And maybe send us the ad. Send us the ad, then we'll look at it for you. You know, yeah. we'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll let you know in yeah. a couple days. Yeah. Just don't rush on it's it. It's like a two, four day turnaround, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't check my email every day. <laughs> yeah. So just let us know first. Uh, no, those are a totally different engine than Time Bomb Nine Hundred Six Metzger, Metzger, and um, that is not a scary mileage at all. I'd say. Nope. Get another fifty out of it without many, and issues. that's an uh, appreciating but classic at this point. I will so. say that you, you know, fairly priced. I have no idea what that means, yeah. but GT3s get beat on, and you might get it's one true. that's pretty rough. A uh, lot of them. A lot of track days. Yep. Um. So, anyways, buyer beware. Uh, PPI. Says, yeah, PPI. As they say, always mess with Metzgers. Also, thoughts on the new Panamera Sport Turismo. Super rad. It's super cool. Yeah. Basically what a Panamera always should have been. Oh, yeah. Straight up a wagon. Yeah. It's great looking. And one thing I didn't realize is that the Panamera only came in a four-seater. Four oh, yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. This is a five-seater. Oh, it, so I didn't know a, that. has a rear That's bench. awesome, too. Yeah. It's like a, it's basically a Cayenne wagon. Yeah. Cayenne lower. Looking yeah. it up. The now. only problem is the front end is very Boxster-esque. You see, like, the air intakes underneath the headlights are just have oh, that line, yeah, kind of that, yeah. the the texture. Yeah. But other than oh, that, wow. it's great. Yeah, that's a great-looking car. It's so rad. So what motor? Oh, I don't even care. Yeah, come on, Brian. doesn't matter. It does not matter. It won't be on a Coastal Range rally. Can I sleep in the back? That's all that matters. Oh, seats fold down flat would be a great question. Throttle by Cable says, what do you think is the most underrated car in the past 30 years? Whoa. Whoa. 1987 through now. Underrated car. It's a really good question. 
It is. Really, really good question. He he asks good questions. Does he? Yeah, on a regular basis. You know what? Throttle by cable. Well, well done. And bravo to you. If this is bringing a trailer, you'd be in, like, the top comments of the day. <laughs> yeah, which nobody cares about. I appreciate it. Do you? Yeah. He asked if, uh, like, Art posted a picture of off-roading, and he said, hopefully we'll have some off-road talk. And I said, not if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hope not. Um, well, maybe he should come on the podcast and tell us what we're missing. Are we stalling? This yeah. is a hard question. I, that's most underappreciated. I don't think we're qualified. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're perfectly I'm qualified. Definitely qualified. We just don't know enough. This <laughs> is one of those ones <laughs> where <laughs> shut up. He just totally, stop. He 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 argued with me, and then he totally like he made it even worse. We're totally qualified. We just yeah. don't know enough. No, we don't have enough time. I'm saying that uh, we're like right in the prime age range to know this, right? Yeah, we just don't have time to think about it. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That, I mean, we were agreeing. Uh, can you think of any... What was an underrated car the last 30 years? Well, 87 through now. Like the last of the Vanigans. But they're pretty appreciated. Underrated. People, people like them. That's not underrated That's like at all. It's really like almost overrated, overrated man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say it's it. overrated. <laughs> so let's hear your answers, shithead. Well, I, I, I don't really so have it's, Oh, cars heckle Warren, that are awesome that just don't get press attention. They weren't quite appreciated. Right. What about... Uh, Mark II MR2 Turbo. Yeah. Mid-engine. Yeah. Turbo. Yeah. Small, decent size. T-tops if you want. Yeah. A pretty good-looking body. <laughs> That's they, a good, they, good point. Good point. They, they are appreciating. They are appreciating. Not, okay. Oh, but, you know, appreciating in value? Well, I mean, yeah. But, but they, they also didn't Everyone's going to have their niche, but that oh, one yeah, didn't yeah. have a very no, big niche. And it you know? didn't sell that well either, I don't I think. I mean, you yeah. can even say something like uh, the modern Chevy SS. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's a good very one. Very underappreciated. That's a very good one. That's right. Um, it's a lot of car. Yeah, it hasn't unique. had a lot of time to be underappreciated. It hasn't, but I mean, that's in the last 30 years. But so. it's already discontinued. Right. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. because it wasn't appreciated, it was underappreciated. Um, I mean, even like the GTO was actually appreciated. You know, it, it didn't sell well. Uh, it was maybe... It got a lot of attention. I don't know. It, it had its own crowd yeah. that was pretty into it. But, I mean, attention. that was on the verge of being underappreciated. There's more to this answer. It is awesome difficult. cars that people just don't talk about. But they can't be too awesome because then they're appreciated. Of course. So it's that that little So it bubble. doesn't even have to be an awesome car. It just has to be a good car that, that didn't get love. That gets no love. Yeah. First gen uh, Plymouth Voyager minivan. No, they, they're so and appreciated. that was like fucking 1984. <laughs> yeah, that's really... Oh, what are, what's our year? 87. 87. Oh, yeah. 87, they already had, like, smooth headlights and stuff. Yeah. No one's appreciating that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, they already took off the wood trim. I'm trying to think of cars in my BRZ Toyota, uh, what, what was the mid-engine Toyota Previa minivan? Yeah, the people over, that's overrated. They're not point. good. Th those, the resale value is pretty high on those, too. And everyone, like, loves them now. Previous? Okay. All right. Hey, I'm you just know, throwing, they're, I'm they're like, here. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. talk about them a lot because they're mid-engine and... Right. Uh, it's basically a McLaren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll have to come back to this because uh, I think we're just kind of sitting here. There's got to be some good yeah. ones. All right. There are. There are some good ones for sure. Um, and 87 is interesting. How about the CRX HF? 50 miles per gallon. No, no, who cares? Sports car. No. 
Thank you, Brian. I'll take a smirk. I'll take a light smirk. Smirk and a quick nod. A smirk and a nod. Where Lane gives me just hate. Hashtag Lane hate. Axis of Oversteer. Kudos on the filthy GT3. That's not really much of a question. Um, Jono asks, when is the next rally? I think he's asked this every freaking podcast. Yeah. The next rally is when we tell you it's happening. That's when it will be happening. But hopefully soon. Bad Rabbit Habit. As the DWA following continues to grow, do you guys have any thoughts on a forum or other social community that us analog car enthusiasts to hang out at? No. Yes. No. I have thoughts on it. We have thoughts. It's coming what, to a theater what, near you. I mean, what would... No, don't say something like that. Yeah. Look, Warren doing Warren like already, he wrote deal. a whole program. He's doing it yeah. all, dude. Somebody would have to maintain this shit. Yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. Good luck with that. Brian, be the best. Good luck. A lot of input on DWA over here. <laughs> um, Art would do it, of course. We have something in the works. That's all I'm going to say. High up. Yeah, yeah. High up shit. Lane doesn't even want to think about it. Do you guys, do you, I mean, we don't even forum much. I don't forum at all. I hate forums. You know one that I really like is the Jalopy Journal or whatever? Or the, mm. the ham, ham. Hokey ass message board. Mm. Yeah. Ryan Cochran. That's the guy who started it. I don't know why I remember that Ryan. name. Yep. I think he did a really good job of that. It's like old, old man old hipster dudes. site. Yeah. 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 Traditional hot rods. They keep it they keep it focused and that's mm-hmm. why it's good. Mm-hmm. They but don't then, have like a political forum. Uh, that's when shit gets crazy on those uh, forums. Like they have the political Oh, section. do they people do that? Yeah, dude. Political you, like, you're pretty familiar with politics? The forums. Yes. Not politically like automotive no, politics. No, like politics. Like six speed or whatever. Yeah. Or? B yeah. underscore D O L stumbled into a great car too soon as Z four M coupe. What's an overlooked cost-effective manual fun daily driver that I can pick up to offset miles. Such attacks on imports as they hold value and get riced out. Really? I'm not really sure. Tax on imports? So he's saying he got a Z3... Yeah. Z4. Z4 coupe. coupe. Yep. Manual. And he, he needs a daily. And he wants a daily. It. And he's saying import... Like, Dude, I say drive that shit. <laughs> yeah. Rack up the miles. Seriously. Yo-ho, buddy. Yo-ho. <laughs> no, uh... I mean, there's so much. You got to give us a, uh, you got to give us a price range first of all, and a couple more requirements. Do you, yeah, I mean, like, do you have what's kids? Commute like? Do you do you uh, go look at elephant seals on a regular basis? Like, what are you doing? What? Who yeah. are you, really, like, Hunter? When you look in the mirror, who are you? Mm-hmm. And everything's stripped away. <laughs> Haven and Florin. Currently looking for new budget performance tires. Jesus Christ, people need Firestones. Looking at Firestone Firehawk 8500s and Hankook V12 Evos. I've had great results with the Hankooks in autocross, but I wanted to see what Lane thinks about the Firehawks. I've had like four sets of V12 Evos, maybe more, and those are a really good tire. I like them a lot. And the Firestones are a comparable tire. I would say maybe the Firestones are probably a little more aggressive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even. So, yeah, they're good, and they're cheap. Cool. Check cool. them out. Cool. Right on, man. Um, Mark Three Air Cooler says, any recommendations for a welder to start slash learn on? And later in the questions, Mark Christie responds, I took a welding class with Lane and Brian at the local junior college when we were in high school. Check it out. Good way to get your forearms tanned before summer, too. 
<laughs> so it doesn't answer this question. I don't at really all. have a brand. I I was I I got I saw this question after I left work, and I I just bought a little uh, MIG welder mm-hmm. um, a month ago to kind of straighten That's up fun. that nine fourteen. So and it was super cheap, like one hundred and fifty bucks or something. So and it seems to work. It's worked well so far. Mm. So that I don't know, just something cheap on Amazon or something. What brand? Just play around it? with it. That's what I totally forget the brand. Oh, you so. don't. Know, what color was it? It's like. I want to say it's black and yellow or something, or black and orange. I don't remember. Harbor Freight? No, it might be green. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Good. You got it, Jobin. says, do you think the early model Porsche Cayennes will ever become a coveted nope. vehicle? Could their semi-awkward styling hold value similar to a vintage Range Rover in the future? 30 years down the road, what do you think a mint example could fetch? Like a, a thousand? I work thousand on, we have like two Cayennes at my shop. Any given time, yeah. The earlier ones are the worst. So complicated, everything falls apart every six years. Just all the plastics, the rubber. Um, they leak water like crazy, especially with pano roofs. Um, hmm. very really expensive headlights, expensive air suspension, motor ish. I mean, it's like crazy. Crazy, no crazy, good. crazy. That's um, that's the sort of shit that matters. It's not right. just the body style. Or the, even if like you want something to be valuable long term, like that shit has to line up. It's kind of like the first Bangle Butt Seven Series with iDrive. That those are never going to be worth money. Yeah, they're shitty styled. Well, that's overcomplicated. It's the same exact Except thing. It's a comfortable back seat. Yeah, and if you're a Porsche guy, why would you want a Cayenne? Yeah. The- where where does that fit in your collection, quote unquote? I mean, think back throughout history, even like the big sedan is never really worth anything. Yeah, or the you know what I'm saying? It's like always a coupe. The it's makes always... biggest car is is never really been a valuable car. Like yeah. going back to well, the caddy SUVs today, SUVs are gaining in uh, popularity. And old SUVs yeah. are gaining in popularity yeah, but and value. But that's a totally different kind of thing. These are is modern it? luxury I was going to say that they, the first Cayenne versus the second gen, they're really close. I mean, they offer a lot of the same amenities, so it wasn't like going from a first gen Bronco to the O.J. Simpson Bronco. Yeah. Like That's a huge jump. And looks are very close, too. Yeah. And, but, the, I mean, they lost a bunch of weight with the second one, so it's just a better all-around car. It <laughs> lost like 600 pounds. Not my cup of Another tea. way to think about this... Uh, how many years do you say? 30 years? 30 years. 30 years, all cars are electric and self-driving. Yeah, I mean, a mint first-gen Cayenne will be kind of cool, but... So Not would relative a, to the other shit. So would a mint second-gen and 30 years. Yeah. Um, related question, uh, I was hanging out with Process this weekend uh, with the first-gen X5 manual, mm-hmm. and he's talking about, you know, like maybe he'll replace it someday. But I was telling him, just keep it. Keep it going. Doesn't have any like reason to... He's not going to get any money for it. He's not going to get any money for it. I heard he I left the it, windows dude, down for like the whole storm, and it's all moldy and stuff. That's cool. true, actually. It didn't smell like mold, but he did tell us that story. Um, I almost feel like that's going to uh, go up in value later. Future classic. I think for a X5 mint, is kind of rad. Yeah. Like the first one. I don't know how reliable they are yeah. and all that. I mean, it feels like those early ones are pretty basic. I right. don't even know what year that is. 99, something like that? Yeah, like 99, 2000, yeah. something. Uh, Kyle asks, knowing that the possibilities of a project car went out the window since I got a new dirt bike, riding while awesome, I know, slap my wrist. No, that's okay, Kyle. 
That's okay. Would a tastefully upgraded F30 328 manual slick top, haha, ever be in consideration for a Coastal Range Rally 2018 car? Mm-hmm. Art hated the steering, or hated on the steering, but I think he's crazy. The sport package stiffens it up nicely with DSC off. Tires, a chip good for 300 horsepower, lighter than an E46 M3. Hmm. Sleeper commuter sedan, it's okay to say no. Maybe I'll crash a half halfy rally. So sleeper commuter sedan for sure. Coastal range rally, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, nope's the right answer. Sense of occasion. We Yeah. It's Every not... once in a while we'll let wild cards in, but it's uh Yeah. Jeff nope. Hayford with a manual five fifty I. Sorry Kyle, these guys are dicks, dude. Let's hear it, Lane. I say no. Lighter than <laughs> lighter than an E46 M3. I can see that. That's cool. A lot of plastic. Adding up the plastic, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's a great option for a commuter car, and I uh, love the angle, but it's not a Coastal Range Rally car. Can he come on his dirt bike? Yeah, totally. He can... Uh, Slap some plates on there? Right Slap ahead. the Beamer plates on there? He can ride ahead and then take video. Ryan.sbcars, uh, what section of the Coastal Range Rally was the most fun to drive, and where were the toughest conditions during this year's rally? So we met him out at the Santa Barbara Cars and Coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fun section was the most fun. Yeah, that one super fun section, mm-hmm. or those three super fun I sections. I think so. Most yeah. challenging was that one really challenging part. Yeah, that one was pretty hard. That was the challenging road. Yeah. Um, I think the most... Difficult conditions was near where the mini crashed. It's a lot of junk on the road. Yeah, and it had most recently rained day one. So and there were like the road was just in bad condition in general. Yeah, kind of chunky and, and rutted out. The, uh, How about the first chipped, stretch chipped windshields? How about the first stretch? Leaving? All that. I mean, that was pretty, pretty bad day one. Yeah. Yep. So that's our answer. So most like fun was what was covers. your most fun? Uh, I, I like day two, the tight section. I always forget that road, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know. The first one? The, oh, that. I like that, you're asking me if I know what Actually, you're about. I was thinking about the later, but that was the best. Roller coaster. Yeah. Roller coaster. Roller coaster. I, I was thinking later I in the day. I can't pick. There were the, three best sections, but it was all day two. The late afternoon, day two, that stretch is awesome. My favorite was, yeah. uh, 10 feet of visibility fog. Mm-hmm. Mm, oh, good choice. If we did the dirt section day one, that was my favorite last year. Same here. So, and I think that would really? stack the up. The dirt section was. No, not the no. dirt section. Yes, the, I know what you mean. The, yeah. Yeah, the area before. Um, all right. TM Mason 10. Is there some sort of cheat sheet to German car model numbers? Sometimes I feel a little lost in Mercedes, BMW, and Porsche models are talked about. I always have to Google to see what generation is being referenced. <laughs> How is 991 newer than a 993? Dude, they're just running out and they're, they're like stealing numbers from like idiots, parts. Tom. They are idiots. You are not in the dark. It's just you just have to study all day and all night. <laughs> well, I'm no, regularly I mean, confused too. Like I have no the idea. Newer what stuff starts to confuse me. 204. Yeah, the new 201, 204 Mercedes. Um, how about BMW going to F? So stupid. F that. And then how about them being <laughs> four series, three series? Well, don't talk about that. Okay. That's the so he's not even talking Frank about that. He's yeah. talking about internal production yeah. codes. Like, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's the right feeling. Sometimes feel Audi, a little lost. Like that's B5, that's B6, how people learn, right? B7. No one cares about Audi. We're, Come we're on. teaching him how to figure these things out. 
Yeah. Colin M. Hill. Collectively, what's the one car you guys can't find a redeeming quality in? As in, you would melt them all down. <laughs> the answer is the so about? easy, but yeah. What is it? Talked about it too much. I don't want to mention that car on this podcast. The vet? No. The uh, PT Cruiser. Yes. Yeah, they don't want to. The, the audience about, doesn't want us to talk about these meltdown-worthy cars. But what about a PT Cruiser convertible turbo 2.4 liter, bro? Manual. No. I, no. 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 What about a Chrysler? Uh, what was the one? The Russell car. Uh, convertible. Sebring. Sebring convertible. Horrible. Nothing good about it. So bad. Kind of beautiful, though. I drove a 2008 <laughs> Mustang GT. I, I wanted to take a picture to illustrate how bad the interior was. It didn't do it justice. It, it is so bad. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. The yeah. worst plastics. Yeah. It's this gray and pebbly, grainy, pebbly plastic. Grainy. You're like cut your hand touching the plastic, Whoa. dude. Grainy, gray, and black, everything. The worst layout. <laughs> oh, they're gross. I had a rental car convertible when I was in Florida around that era, like brand new. Just like man. shocking, and you and look at it, and go, that's are so bad too, right? Like, doesn't the window like come straight down to your? And forehead? the dashboard's really high. Yeah. Um, it, this was a manual. The shifter was, I mean, the shifter felt okay, but the actual material of it was horrible. Yeah, all the touch points are bad. Awful. And and came and, and believe the it. steering wheel is so bad, dude. Oh, how do they? It's pathetic. This is car designers, and then this there's what people, they spend their life doing. People that yeah. love them. Yeah, I know. Straight up love them. So funny. I mean, it could just be that V8 fog in their minds. <laughs> uh, Jeff was. Where was he on the rally? I know. We haven't seen him in a long time. Am I the only one that hates rear bumpers, uh, rear bumper integrated exhausts on many newer cars? It drives me especially crazy when they're poorly executed and you can see the pipe isn't even connected to the finisher. I'm so with you. It's such a gimmick. It's For me, it's worse than that is the front break intakes that yeah, don't know. exist. I'm we just saying, that. Yeah, yeah. I need it's to reiterate. It's been a podcast since you've said it. I need though. to reiterate that. But, but what is he talking about, the, the exhaust? Like So now there's, um, like in the bumper, there'll be a chrome oval yeah. that the tip is supposed, it's supposed to look like that is the exhaust Oh, like the tip. ISF had the three, remember the the Lexus? A stack. It had the stacked like two or three and it was totally fake. It just had one. Okay, yeah, that's a good example. Or like a lot of SUVs will have a, a an oval, oh, like a yeah. like a Cayenne, but the tip is totally different size and shape. Yeah. It just kind of aims towards that opening. But that's kind of an old school thing too. Didn't the Mustangs have that? Like back in sixty five. Doesn't make it right, Lane. Oh, yeah, you're right. Doesn't make it right. Um, it doesn't bug me too well, much. Well, 356s had it coming out of the bumper too. That was kind of cool. I think some X5s and stuff that have this chunky squared off exhaust tailpipe that's yeah. in the bumper and it doesn't that's not what the tailpipe is so why what are we doing here yeah it's junk and jeff drives a lotus 7 so it's like coming from the most primitive uh no bullshit car and he's right next to all these exhaust pipes he's sitting super low <laughs> yeah, that's, he, like, really that's all he sees that's right true. Yeah, that's so true um yeah yeah but, a lot of stuff is kind of lost in in that design stuff it's well, it's, it's hard because they've totally lost focus of function. Yeah, and it's, no, it's all form, about form. It's form over function. And well, that, that when it when it goes that crazy one sided, like it's it's just it's kind of wrong, right? To yeah. be fair, though, it, I think there are restrictions now. Like bumpers are no longer high and tight, like uh, something you can stick an exhaust underneath. Now it's like the whole back end of the car. Nah, you can still do that. 
I don't know. Like it, it feels like are, a lot of the stuff is like going way down low. You'd have to like you could it's also all way up. You yeah, know? that's all styling. And it doesn't need to go. Cut. I don't know. It could be crash ratings and stuff like that. No, right? It's all flimsy ass. Like you could kick it and just. And floppy. then uh, all the vents in the front fender is annoying me more than anything. What do you mean? The fake vents oh, oh, on the front f- fenders behind on the, the side. behind the yeah. wheel. Yeah, like yeah, Panameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every BMW made yep. has the those SS, fake vents. The, the SS, right? Yep. Oh, SS doesn't get so bad. <laughs> yeah. They just threw everything out of it. They're like, oh, look, we need these. Walter Michael Wood says, um, can my Mustang ever handle as good as a Porsche? I think he has a really shitty Mustang, right? <laughs> I don't know. I drove that 87 Carrera that I mentioned before, and I fell in love with the way it drove. And since I'm trying to get a house and have too many cars, I'm trying to do my best with what I have. I put coilovers, new lightweight tubular K-members and control arms, and polyurethane bushings so my heavy Mustang can feel somewhat like a light Porsche I once drove. Uh, nope. Why, why doesn't he... It could, it could, they can handle really well. It's just... Do you really like? Yeah, I guess he likes the... his car. We just bagged on Mustangs, but he has an SN95 Mustang. It's just like those things are such garbage, and the seating position sucks. Like everything, like sitting in them, you feel claustrophobic and weird. And I just, it's I gonna mean, be very hard to. But you can make them handle well. You can do all that. You know, all those Mustangs is like, oh. You, you can make them handle so well on the track. All you have to do is like put these X braces on like the front, rear, middle. You have to like tie yeah. everything together. You put like basically you recreate, you're uh, gonna, and you're going to end up having to gut it too to make it lighter. Yeah, I mean to recreate the feel of a Porsche, which is and your I steering mean, you're not, rack it's, probably going to be really tough to do that. Your steering is probably pretty not direct and. You know, and you got all that weight on the front, like you know this yeah. this turn in on a, a, a old Porsche is pretty yeah. unique. You like, should have just pardon. sold your SN95 and bought something else. Well, it sounds like that's on the table. Yeah. Uh, Vandalay Industries says both Lane and Warren mentioned wanting 50 more horsepower for the Coastal Range Rally. How would you go about achieving that, and would it be possible to do with your current vehicle? Art can answer too, but not Brian. He isn't allowed. Just kidding. He can too, pretending the Fiesta is his. Um, I wouldn't probably stick with my car for that. I, I was more referencing wanting a car with 50 more horsepower. Um, me, me too. And if I were to do that with my car, I'd be putting a, a later model straight six BMW engine in my car, which is common and would gain quite a bit of horsepower. But I, I don't think I'll ever do that. So it would be looking for the next best rally car. Yeah. Which like for me. Maybe in the same vein would be buying a 944S2 or something. Yeah, and mine would be E36 M3. Yeah. And that's almost exactly 50 horsepower, a little bit more. Or we change things up and just keep what we have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and our, we'd be the kings. Yeah. We'd have the most power because we just start a nice set of rally. We just won't let anyone in with more, <laughs> more than 150 yeah, more than horsepower. 150. Yeah. Oh, you have what? Seats. 150? Yeah, you're in. Uh, Brian? I'm not going to answer. All wow. sprints. All sprints. All sprints. Uh, the Organized Garage asks, when is the next halfie? Okay. I don't know. We answered this last time. We're kind of waiting for the roads to chill out. Yep. Like a lot of issues. They're really bad right now. Super bad. Um, and also, Cars and Coffee at Canepa is going to be starting again. We hope to see some listeners there. And maybe we'll arrange something after one of those days. 
That would be kind of an easy one. Dude, I uh, had to take back roads home um, coming back from Tahoe last weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Went up by Rube's place, and then um, I thought we were going to have to stay there, but crept through. Stay stay there? Dude, it was (laughs) like 10 miles from your house. 17 was four accidents, Uh, basically completely shut down. Traffic wasn't moving. If I looked on the map, it says closed. This is like after freaking eight hours of driving. Um so we get up there, and then uh, I, I basically just wing it, like I'm gonna make it home. Left on Skyline, right on uh, to right on Bear Creek. It's freaking like straight up apocalypse. Like yeah, power lines hanging like right above our roof rack with little tethers on them. Trees everywhere, mudslides everywhere. We we're definitely like the only car on the road. It was gnarly. It was like a full tour. Like, it wasn't even raining. It, it, and it, it started raining during the drive home, yeah. and I was just like super glad to like actually be getting past all this stuff. Right. It was so. It was like a weird little like Jurassic Park tour or something where that's you just look every, at the damage and it's that's where every life. commute home has been. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so the answer is soon. D o m m m m y g says I've recently fallen in love with Porsches. And as a graduating college student, I'm looking to get into one as a weekend car. 944 seems to be a good place to start. Our turbo is the only way to go. No. Have you listened to this podcast before? <laughs> I haven't done much research yet, but I'm more. curious what you guys feel are the caveats and what 944 ownership is like. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, we none of us own a turbo. Lane yeah. has a 944 naturally a aspirated yeah. car. 944 loves. life is the same as... It's just vintage car life in general. You know, you're working on your car a lot, and you're having fun with it, and you're driving it. And, and uh, one day it may blow the head. Sure. Find a good mechanic nearby. Oh, that's a great that's a great call. Or if you work on your own car, then it's great. They're not they're not a bad car to work. And maybe on. you start looking at Pelican Parts technical articles and parts prices, and if that's something you're comfortable with, there you go. Because that's going to be a major factor. Turbo's not a bad idea right now. Though. Great investment. If great you're investment. Put a ton of miles on it. Hard car to for little money it's a hard car to find a well sorted one that hasn't been fucked with cuz yeah. those were a tune those were an 80s tuner car so a lot of them you know they're turned up the boost and all this stuff and they're they're kind of like nightmares um a lot of wiring a lot of like plumbing a lot of plumbing and it's just almost impossible to trace stuff down kind of like 300ZXs were the twin turbos and stuff the other thing too is that if you do happen to find one that is a one or two owner car that has never been modified, it will not be cheap. It's going to be a premium. It'll be a collector car. I mean, they've been going for over 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen now, when we got home from the rally, I was like, oh, an S2 would be really cool. Like, we've seen a couple that were pretty good prices, like 6,900 bucks. Those have a different motor? They're a three liter four cylinder. Yeah. Non-turbo. And yours is... 2.5 2.5 liter. That's right. So they're like 207 or 11 horsepower. And as we always preach, it's best to find the best example of that for this, yeah. for, you know. So cheapest one I found on Burzo was 16 grand. Okay. Uh, they're not cheap. <laughs> so they're already going up. And then Brad, like, shared this article the other day about how, like, it's some, now is the time to buy a front end Porsche and buy them when you can. And 928s are going for crazy money for any kind of good one. So. Everything's kind of going up. And, uh, oh, one thing about the 2.5 non-turbo car, and the reason I bought mine, is parts availability at, like, junkyards and stuff. Like, these Porsche Share special. a lot of Volkswagen you can, stuff. Well, no, not that. But you can get an, you can just get an engine for, 
thousand bucks or you know you can get so you can get a transmission for 250 bucks on craigslist like there's way more of the na cars than any of the others and it's way easier to find parts so how much does that concern you with like the (laughs) thinking about the s2 Oh, that's a scary part with the S2. That's why it's more of a collector card than anything else, because they're really rare. So as a graduating college student, that might not be the best car to get into. An NA would be the best thing. A really nice NA. uh, Just a normal, like, yeah. Yeah. And there's been a few on Bring a Trailer that aren't crazy expensive. Because the other ones aren't going to be super fast anyways. Well, turbos are pretty fast. I mean the S2. It's, yeah, it's not super fast. Quick, though. What about the S, Lane? Uh, no, I'm not down with the S. Why not? It's like, it's 20 or 30 more horsepower, but it's all up high. And they feel almost, they're like more sluggish off the line because they're less torquey. Mm-hmm. And they're not really much faster, but they have the same downfall of like an S2 as being kind of rarer and mm-hmm. harder to find parts and all that stuff. It's just so like more valves per cylinder less, or something. Less, it's a more complicated engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I hope that answers the question. I didn't mean to be harsh. I was just saying that you don't have a turbo and you love 944s. No, that was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, all right, well, I think that That's pretty bad. much does it. It's a podcast. Nice. Uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. Bye, people. Bye. Bye, oh, people of Earth. Sad. Adios. Bye. think we're qualified here we are yeah we're perfectly qualified qualified. we just don't know enough this is one of those ones (laughs) where shut up he just totally he 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 argued with me and then he totally like he made it even worse totally qualified we just don't know enough no we don't have enough time